You know, that is so Shelly. You see her, and if you're outside, uh, like, and the sun's out, you can't, like, you have to put your sunglasses on because she's got diamonds everywhere. Diamonds, diamond earrings, diamond rings, diamond toe rings, diamond necklaces, diamond belly button ring. She's got it all. <laughs> Please, that is one thing I do not have is a belly button <laughs> ring. Those, those, those but are that, certain. But thanks for thinking that I did. The belly button thing where they have the jewel in there or like sometimes the ring. Yes. That, is, that's sort of out now, isn't it? For a while that was like the big thing, wasn't it? Have like the, what, what was like, what would you call that? The belly button jewel? Was, well, you know, like they had, I like, don't know. You know Tiffany I'm, had a belly button ring. I, that but, was never my thing. But I'm I'm talking about the jewel. It looks like like you know yeah. like it it fills the hole so to speak. Right. If you can say that on the radio. <laughs> you know because what I'm, it does. Right. Right. And and how does it stick in there? Is it like glue it's like or something? It's like a piercing. Oh, the whole the whole thing like like the whole the whole like the like you the, pierce right above your belly button. And then you stick the thing in there. Yeah. And it looks like like a big old jewel in your belly button. Yes. Is it got like magical powers or anything like that? If somebody's like going to attack you, can you turn around and like and like close your fists and like a laser comes out of your belly button or something like that? No. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. You know, I'm once again, I'm not one of these guys that judges. And if you want to tattoo yourself from head to toe, that's fine. I just don't understand it. I don't get it. You know, and I think probably I I told this story once before. I heard this doctor, this dermatologist on radio years ago, explain how how uh, laser tattoo removal works. Remember, remember you telling that story? Remember yeah, how it works? It's probably changed since then. Well, no, no, it's pretty much the same. I looked it up recently. The laser changes the molecular structure of the ink and makes the molecules like really, 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 really small. And essentially, it changes the 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 you know the the chemical layout of the of the ink, and it goes through your skin into your bloodstream and doesn't don't your kidneys filter out the blood isn't that what the kidneys do i think so are the kidneys the urine i can't remember whatever whatever filters your blood uh it goes and i'm going like i don't know you know i'm thinking to myself i think i'd rather leave the tattoo on rather than have all that junk flying around in my bloodstream you know yes so you don't have ink no, no, but you know what? I'm tempted. You don't have a tattoo that says "Mom." No, I'm tempted to get something weird just so I like, you know, so I don't feel like like the old 86 year old dude that I am. You know what I mean? I mean something like I've always wanted to have like a barcode on my arm so I could go to Schnooks and put my arm over the, the scanner. Don't do that. And have That's it, Revelations you know, crap. Corn peas or something like that. You know, like canned peas. Like, oh, look at this. My arm's canned peas. This arm right here. This canned pea. This arm is is a bagel. You know, although they don't have they don't have barcodes for bagels. You know that at Schnucks. No, they don't. You got to buy them individually, and you got to put them into the thing. Anyway, God, I can tell you my Schnucks story that happened to me recently, but I won't because why? Sh- well, Schnucks used to be a sponsor, and I don't want to make I don't want to make them never be a sponsor. One of these days, I'm thinking they'll come back. You know, between Schnucks and Deerberg's because they're advertised. Hey, we do business locally. We do business with local farmers and local merchants. But yet, when they buy radio, they buy all the out of town companies. They don't buy any of the local guys like me and you know the other local companies. It's all like the New York and the Philadelphia companies they buy. So you know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? One of those things. It's 617, we are BS, and uh, we I was going to say BS in the morning, but caught myself. We are BS.show. And what's really cool, and this is Shelly's idea, and i got to hand it to her, if you go, if you have an iPhone and you have the official uh, the Apple uh, podcast app, whatever they call it, the little purple thing, if you go onto there and you search and you just type in BS.show, not BS space show, but BS.show, we come up numero uno. 
And even though we started at the beginning of the year, you know how many episodes we have? How many? 39. Wow. And here, today's only what? the what Today is the 13th? Today is the 13th. We'd have 45, but you disappeared on Tuesday. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> well, my phone went off last night at about 10 1030. Okay. Text from my son. Not good. Aw. Test came back positive. Did it really? Yeah, my youngest son has COVID. Oh, my. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, and this kid just doesn't deserve any more health problems because, you know, he's already got some issues. And so, anyway. So, I've been doing the good dad thing. You know, Tuesday morning, he, um, he called me and was in need of cough drops and Gatorade. So, I went and did a cough drop and Gatorade um, run. And then last night, I did a dinner run for him. So, you know, and he's got two roommates. I don't know how they're going to work that out. One of, him's, one of his roommates is a paramedic, and the other one's a cop. So talking about people who are all, and, you know, my son works retail. So talking about people who are all out there in the public, I don't know. I'll have to talk to him today and find out what's going on with that. So, yeah, the, you know, and I have to tell you, this latest version, it's hopefully not nearly as deadly as the Delta and the original version, but it seems like everybody's coming down with it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, it's to the point where I'm going, like, oh, my, this is not good. And even to the point where I'm thinking to myself, maybe I should just go hang out with my son for a day just to get it and just get it over with. No, Like the measles? Yeah. The, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, and although, I'll see if I can find this. I heard this on another radio station yesterday. The guy was giving all the, the survivability rates of people who have COVID in the age brackets. And if, like, you're 10 and under, if you get COVID, the chances of you living are 99 point, I think it was four nines, 99.9999%, which is like to the point where like, you know, I, you know, that's like hardly anybody who's like 10 and under. And then the, then the numbers went over. I, and these were actually CDC numbers. I'll see if you can find them and read them on the air. And once again, I'm not trying to say, look at this. You, you get COVID, you're not going to die. And you're still going to be miserable for a while. That's like saying if you get the flu or if you get like a cold, you, well, you know, you're not going to die if you get a cold. Yeah, but you're miserable for like three or four or five days. You know what I'm saying? I do. So anyway, uh, we'll talk about that. A lot of other stuff in the news. Uh, I got more feedback on the Lambert thing. We talked about that yesterday where they're talking about completely redoing the airport again and shutting down the, you know, originally it was the East Terminal. Now they call it Terminal 2. Why did they do that? Because. People don't know their directions. That's what it is. You know, I don't, I, you know. Why did they do the things that they do to begin with? I don't understand all the crazy weird changes at the airport. I mean, Terminal 2, East Terminal, to me, is like the perfect terminal. I mean, if you fly Southwest, which is quite honestly, out of St. Louis now, it's the number one airline. I can remember, I can remember when I was still flying traffic, which is a long time ago, when we kid about the fact that Southwest had the little planes, okay? Back in the day. Yep, yep, I remember that. (laughs) Right. And the little planes were 737s. Now at Lambert, those are the big planes because none of the heavies come in anymore. None of the big, uh, well, the L-1011s for the most part are all gone. The DC-10s are all gone. The 747s are all gone. But still the 7, what is the 7, 777, the 777 and the 787 are are what they now consider to be the heavies now. Uh, the heavies is, is a term, and I, there's an exact uh, description of that. Like when you're on the aircraft frequency for Lambert Tower, back in the day, 
the the guys who are flying the 747s, the the you know the TWA people, and and you know and the L1011s and the DC10s, they would always identify themselves as TWA 6502 heavy. You know why that was? It means that they were running a full load. Nope. The reason what? the reason it was the size of the jet, and the reason they did oh, that okay. is because the smaller planes were notified that that was a big, big, big giant plane. And the wake turbulence, what they call wingtip vortices, are much more intense around, uh, you know, underneath or around or behind a heavy jet. So they, they did that on purpose. So the idea being it was sort of like, hey, if you're like a little plane, don't come near us because we're a heavy. You know, you don't even hear that anymore in Lambert. I don't even know if they still use it anymore. I think they still do. God, you know, it's I tell you what. probably, you know, not appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should say that. <laughs> There's, I, have you ever heard of this thing? I and once again, me the YouTube guy, right? There's this comedy club in Provo, Utah, called the Dry Bar, and the reason they call it the Dry Bar is because they don't they don't serve alcohol, and the comedians work clean. There's no f bombs or s bombs or any you know sexual um, content or anything like that, and there's no alcohol. So you're thinking like, okay, isn't that why you go to a comedy club <laughs> to, to drink and get drunk and heckle the comedian and, and hear him give, you know, nasty jokes and things like that? Anyway, there's a guy, I've seen him on there a couple times now. His name is Chad Thornsberry. And he talks about he's from Missouri. And I don't, and I, he never says exactly where. He talks about he lives in the middle of nowhere, that he has to, and, and one of the, the stories he tells is he has to take a commuter aircraft a small Cessna, like a 10-place Cessna, uh, to go from where some small little regional airport. And he's either either going to St. Louis or Kansas City. I don't know which one he's going to. But he talks about getting on this airport or airplane. And I don't know if you've ever heard this happen before. If you've ever flown in a real small plane, like, and I've done it one time, as you get on, they ask you your weight. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've flown on a small plane. And the reason for that is, obviously, they have a weight limit on the plane, and also they have what they call weight and balance. So yep. you, you don't want all the big dudes in the back of the plane. You want them like sort of in the middle of the plane. If it's like, you know, like there's, let's say there's like four rows of seats, you want the big dudes in the center rows. You don't want them in the back and the front because that throws off the, 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 the weight and balance. Anyway, I'm going to try to get a hold of this guy and see if we can get him on the air. He's so funny, and you know what he used to do? What? He was a high school teacher, and he quit because he couldn't handle it anymore. And I need to talk to him about that. He has some funny stories about when he was teaching. I mean, some really funny stuff. To I the, bet. To the point where, I, you know, a couple of the jokes he tells aren't dirty, but they're offensive to some people. And I don't mean they're offensive to, let, let me put it to you this way, they're offensive to large people. What, what's interesting is he's not a skinny mini. He's a big dude. So he can tell those kind of jokes. You know what I mean? It's like me. I can make fun of people losing weight because been there, done that. You know, once again, I graduated from high school at 162. Two years later, I weighed 310. So if there's anybody who can talk about a weight problem, it's me. Been there, done that many times. Not as bad as the first time I went around where I went almost doubled my size in two years. God, I still, you know, I, I, I look back at that and I think to myself, that's how I broke my leg. How? Playing tennis with that guy. I was too heavy. 
Oh. I told you that I played tennis with that cop and the guy I worked with, the police officer I worked with. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nobody would play tennis with him because he worked the night shift and he had days off. So I had, like, I had time off between classes. If I wasn't working, I had time off between classes. So he called me up one day. You know, as a matter of fact, at, at the office one night, you know, at the police station, he says, hey, you play tennis? I go, yeah. He says, I, wanna, I need somebody to play with during the day because he worked the night shift. And so did I. I usually work four to midnight. And, um, you know, so I played tennis with him, and he just ran me all over the court. He was uh, probably at the time pushing 50, out of shape, big beer gut, you know. I mean, he just ran me all over the court, the court, and that's how I finally broke my leg because I was running cross-court to try to return a volley, and my leg broke. How's that? Because of all the Did weight. Did you cast it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was in, and, of course, it, surprised. it happened. It, well, I couldn't walk. He had to, so it was one of those weird things. I, I originally couldn't get up, and he helped me up, and then I got up, and I could walk. And then the next day, I couldn't. You know what I mean? I got out of bed, and it's was like, oh, my God. I'm in, you know, my leg was all swollen up the whole bit. So I, can't, I had somebody drive me to the hospital. I can't remember who it was. And they x-rayed my leg, and next thing I know, I had a cast on. And, of course, it was like June 1st. So I had it on during the summer, and God, was that miserable, you know? That was fun. No, it was not fun. It was not fun at all. Anyway, we got to take a break. This is BS.show. It's the show. What's the show about, Shelly? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Do we have a theme of this show? Yes, absolutely <laughs> other, nothing. Other than BS? <laughs> yeah. It's 627. Okay.